Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week. Welcome to this edition of B2B Writing Success. This week, the topic is speak your way to more clients. And by speaking, of course, I mean getting in front of an audience and doing a bit of a presentation, a talk on your topic of expertise. And of course, your topic of expertise is something to do with B2B writing, B2B copywriting. Now, I know that sounds terrifying to some of you. And believe me, it was terrifying to me many years ago as well. Really terrifying. But I'm going to give you some tips later on in this podcast that's going to make it a lot easier for you. So if you have a fear of speaking, put that aside for just a moment. Hear me out on this topic and why I think speaking is such a great technique for building your business and attracting great clients. And then later on, I'm going to give you some tips that I promise you will make it a lot easier. So let me get started by giving you a bit of a background on this, uh, give you my story about speaking in front of a target audience. Because when I initially built my business as a freelance copywriter back in the 1990s, I didn't do any speaking to grow my business. I did cold calling. I did uh, direct mail. Direct mail was huge for me. I did some online networking. I did a lot of different things, but the idea of getting in front of a target audience And speaking absolutely terrified me. I'm a naturally shy person. I'm an introvert. And it just mortified me, the idea of going in front of an audience and speaking. So I never even thought about doing it. Never even crossed my mind that I could be that guy on stage speaking. But then one day I got an email from an event planner in Vancouver. And she was working for an organization that was planning a one-day conference on direct mail. In fact, they called it the one-day direct mail day, or I think it was direct mail day, something along those lines. But it's a one-day conference on direct mail. And they had various speakers throughout the day. They had someone who's going to do a one-hour presentation on printing and mailing and letter shop. And they had another person talking about direct mail design and another person talking about direct mail strategy. And they invited me to do a one-hour talk, a one-hour mini workshop on direct mail copywriting, on how to write postcards and sales letters and other forms of direct mail. And I was both thrilled and terrified, thrilled that I'd be invited to speak at such an event, that they would even think of me. And although they weren't paying me any money to speak, they were going to fly me to Vancouver and put me up in a hotel. I mean, this was pretty cool for me at the time. So I was thrilled at that, but I was also terrified because I was going to be speaking in a room of about 50 to 100 marketing directors, my target audience at the time. And I was just terrified. I didn't have a lot of experience speaking, very little experience at all. In fact, the only experience I had speaking before a group before that was a couple of times when I was invited to speak in front of a group of fellow freelance writers and copywriters. And although that was terrifying, 
it was a friendly group because I was one of them. This is different. I'm speaking in front of a group of senior marketing professionals, uh, marketing VPs, marketing communications directors of big companies. And I was going to speak on copywriting. And it terrified me. It just absolutely terrified me. But I accepted. I, I said yes. And I uh, prepared and I put together my slides and I, I read a couple of books on public speaking and I practice and practice and practice and practice and I probably did about 20 times the preparation that most speakers would do for a one-hour event <laughs> but I was uh, that's the way I, I handled it I was just so terrified I wanted to make sure that I was prepared and I and I knew my presentation cold and I I remember flying to Vancouver, and it was a little like flying to my execution because I, I, I knew that I was flying there to to meet my number one fear in life, which is fe- oh, speaking in front of a group. And I went to this event, and my uh, my uh, talk was, I think, around 2 o'clock, and 2 o'clock came, and the person introduced me, and up on stage I went, and I did my one-hour presentation. Now, I don't know quite how well I did. It went by in a bit of a blur. But here's what happened when I was done. When I finished my presentation in front of this group of about 50 to 100 marketing professionals, um, a bunch of them came down immediately after I finished and started asking me follow-up questions and they wanted to exchange business cards with me and they wanted me to talk to them about you know their projects and their direct mail projects that they were working on and a lineup actually formed in front of me of marketing directors of companies that wanted to speak with me or exchange business cards with me or uh, or you know ask me some follow-up questions. I'm standing there and I'm taking business cards and I'm and and I'm meeting these marketing directors and a couple of them are saying, you know, give me a call, you know, uh, within the next couple of weeks, you know, we'd like to work with you on a couple of projects. And I was standing there thinking, wow, it doesn't get any better than this. I've got a lineup of potential clients lining up, waiting to speak with me. I mean, this is this is phenomenal, and sure enough, I end up working with uh, with several of those companies on on copywriting projects over the years. In fact, I will get inquiries that I could trace back to that speaking gig uh, two, three, four years later. I remember, like three or four years later, getting a call from a marketing director who didn't even attend the event, and she said, "I downloaded your slides." from Vancouver Direct Mail Day, and I went through your slides, and you seem like you're a real expert on this stuff, and I want to hire you for a direct mail campaign. So, um, so I mean, the, uh, the payoff from that one speaking gig was tremendous. I, I don't know exactly how much new business or how many new clients I got, but it certainly made all the prep work I did preparing for that presentation and traveling to do that presentation more than worthwhile. And it taught me a very valuable lesson. And that lesson is that speaking is an an excellent way to get new clients.
In fact, I often read surveys and studies and research on how clients find experts and how clients hire experts. For example, how does a client find a consultant to help them with a particular issue? Or how does a client find a B2B copywriter to help them with their next white paper? And there's a lot of studies and research and surveys out there of the different ways clients do that. Uh, popular ways is clients will use Google to find an expert. Or another popular way is that a client will get a referral. Referrals and recommendations are a popular way to find and hire experts. But always in the top five is speaking. Speaking is always way up there. I've even seen it in the top three. A client will hear someone speak. They'll remember them. And then when, it comes, when they have a need, then they'll think of that person. And that makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, if you heard a, let's say, for example, you are a B2B copywriter specializing in writing for the software industry, and you were at a conference or some sort of an event, and you heard a graphic designer speaking on the topic of, of great design for software marketing. Well, when it comes time to partner with a designer on a project, wouldn't you be thinking of that person? Wouldn't you at least be thinking, wow, it'd be great if I can work with that person. She's obviously an expert at what she does. She was speaking at this conference on the topic. That is how speaking works. You consider that person who is speaking an expert at what they do simply because they are speaking. And also, you remember them. They're memorable. And you get a, also a sense of, of, of who they are simply because you heard them speak. It's almost like meeting them in person. In fact, you might very well have met them in person if you spoke to them after their event. So that's the power of speaking. And that's why clients will often hire someone that they've heard speak. They consider them an expert. Now, how do you do this? How do you leverage this in your own B2B copywriting business, especially if you've never spoken before or maybe if you're afraid to speak or you have a fear of speaking like I did? Well, first of all, let me demystify the whole idea of speaking to grow your business. You know, you're probably, when you think of speaking, you're probably thinking of a traditional presentation where you're, there's a conference or an event you go up on stage and you're behind the podium and you have a big PowerPoint presentation that you're doing. And for the next half an hour, an hour, or even 90 minutes, you're doing this big presentation. Well, that's, that sounds pretty scary if you haven't done anything like that before. But that's not the only type of speaking that you can do. There are many ways to step into speaking that, where you can start small and still get a, a, a you know still be very effective as a way to attract new clients and then grow into these bigger presentations later on or may, maybe you don't even need to do these big presentations at all there's other types of speaking for example you can speak on a panel uh, you've probably seen these at conferences and events where they have three or four or five different speakers and perhaps they each speak for maybe 5 minutes on their topic of expertise, and then the rest of the session is essentially a Q&A session. Well, that's a great way to tiptoe into speaking because you don't have to prepare some big honking presentation. Instead, you're simply speaking maybe for five minutes, 10 minutes, and then you answer some questions. 
And it doesn't have to be a conference. It can be a small group. It can be uh, the chapter of, an, of a marketing association in your town where there's only maybe 20 people in the audience and you're on a panel and simply doing a quick presentation and answering questions. That can be very effective as well. You can get clients from a situation like that. So it doesn't have to be a big presentation in front of a big audience. Uh, you can do a webinar. It doesn't have to be a live presentation. You can do a webinar or a teleclass, or you can be a guest on a webinar or a teleclass where the host is asking you questions and you're simply answering the questions. Okay, so there's many different ways that you can leverage speaking that isn't this big traditional presentation. You can thank the speaker. Um, I, I knew someone who got into speaking to grow their business and, and they were terrified of speaking. So initially, when they went to conferences, they volunteered to introduce the speaker or to thank the speaker. So they only went up on stage for a couple of minutes. And of course, in the process of introducing or thanking the speaker, they told the audience a bit about themselves and their, and their services as well. So there's many ways you can do that. You can be a guest on a podcast and be interviewed on someone's podcast, a podcast that, of course, is targeting your, your uh, target audience. And you may just be a guest for five or ten minutes. You answer some questions from the host. Um, there's many different ways you can do that. So just to demystify it, don't think that's, that you have to do some big presentation with PowerPoint slides and you're alone on stage for an hour or more, that type of traditional presentation. There are many different ways that you can use speaking where you can kind of tiptoe into it and where it's a lot less intimidating. In fact, after that big presentation I did in Vancouver, uh, a lot of the speaking that I did afterwards was simply being a guest on someone's teleclass or being interviewed on a webinar or teleclass, things of that nature, or speaking on a panel, um, which are it's a lot less intimidating, but still you get a lot of the uh, benefits of being a speaker. The target audience sees you as an expert, and you can really attract a lot of great clients that way. Now, on next week's podcast, I'm going to talk about how to get these speaking gigs, where to speak, who to talk to, how to approach them so you can get some of these speaking opportunities to help grow your business. But before I wind up this podcast, I wanted to address the issue of fear, fear of speaking. Because I think a lot of copywriters and B2B writers uh, don't pursue this type of uh, business building technique simply because they're afraid to get up in front of a, a target audience. They're, they're afraid to get up on stage and speak. And it is terrifying. Uh, you, I'm sure you've heard the joke before, and I don't think it is a joke, where in the top 10 fears that people have, fear of death is number three and fear of speaking in public is number one. I don't know if that's actually true, but I've seen that around a few times. Um, it just goes to illustrate how fearful people can be speaking. And believe me, I was like that many years ago. I used to be terrified of getting in front of a target audience and speaking. So let me give you some tips and ideas on how to get over that. First of all, there's a great organization that can help build your confidence as a speaker and help build your skills as a speaker. You've probably heard of it. It's called Toastmasters. It's, it's a self-help program that'll help you uh, become a better speaker. 
It's very affordable. It's mostly volunteer-based, that organization. Very supportive. And if you want to become a better speaker, uh, that's, that's your first stop. Just Google Toastmasters in your area, and there's probably a chapter in your area. And you can get a lot of experience and support and help and training and speaking in public at Toastmasters. Um, highly recommend it. Here's something else to consider is that you don't have to be a great speaker if your content is good. I've heard speakers before speak on their topic of expertise and their content is so good, their ideas are so good that you forgive them for being a not so good speaker. I know one speaker, for example, who has fantastic content. Now, when he gets up on stage, he stands behind the podium like a statue. He's expressionless. He never moves from that thing. And as he's speaking, he mechanically moves his head from side to side, panning the audience. It almost looks like he's watching a tennis game with the ball going back and forth. And he reads almost entirely from a script. He looks up occasionally, but he's reading a lot, <laughs> you know. So he's making all these mistakes that, uh, that you know, the speakers will tell you that you make as a speaker, that you sh all the things you shouldn't be doing. So he's not a very good presenter, but his content is so good. His tips and ideas is so good that you forgive him. In fact, he often gets top marks from his audiences for speaking. And I've heard him speak many times, and I'm captivated. And yet he's the most wooden speaker out there. So um, you don't have to be a great speaker if you have great content. And remember, you're an expert at what you do. You know more about B2B writing and B2B copywriting than your target audience does. Even if your target audience are marketing professionals, you probably know more than they do on the topic of copywriting. So if you have some great information to share, some great ideas and tips to share, then you don't have to be a great speaker. You can be a so-so speaker with great content and, and still captivate your audience. So keep that in mind. And also, finally, get past your first one. Speaking is a little bit like riding a bike. It's terrifying at first. You're worried whether you're going to get the thing going. You're worried about falling off, and you probably do fall off a few times. But once you get going on your bike, suddenly you just know how to ride a bike. Speaking's a lot like that. Once you get past the fear of your first speaking gig, then other speaking gigs just become easier and easier and easier. It's always a little bit scary, even after all these years, and I've spoken at hundreds of events on big stages. I've spoken at one where there it was such a big audience, they actually had five jumbotrons broadcasting my, my talk for two hours on stage alone. So I've done some big speaking gigs, and yet I'm a shy, introverted person. But if you, and it's still scary, <laughs> but if you get past your first one, the rest become a lot easier, and you'll find you even enjoy it. And finally, and here's a very important tip that may help you overcome your fear of speaking. Audiences always forgive and, in fact, like speakers who are just themselves on stage. So if you're nervous on stage, you can say, boy, I'm nervous. <laughs> and audience will, will, 
will uh, buy into that. They'll, they'll forgive you for that. They'll be on your side. If you just be yourself on stage or on a webinar or in a podcast interview or whatever the venue may be, then audiences will stay with you. And so you don't have to be this, this, uh, this polished speaker. You can just be yourself with great content to share. And audiences, frankly, tend to love that. So that's this week's uh, podcast, to Speak Your Way to Success. Um, try this. You know, look into speaking to grow your business. It's a very powerful way to get really good clients for your B2B writing or copywriting business. And remember, on the next podcast, I'm going to be talking about how to get these speaking gigs, who to approach, what to say, and how to leverage speaking even further to grow your business. So until next week, I hope you have a great week with your B2B copywriting business. And would you do me a favor? If you have any comments or suggestions or tips or ideas, please uh, send me an email. You can reach me at steve at steveslonwhite.com. I'd be delighted to hear from you. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. 